0: A, another big reason why I wouldn't I would make excuses to not do therapy was because I thought it was hard to find a therapist. It was just like, where the fuck do you even begin to find a therapist?
1: <laughs> like, people make it seem like it's hard. You, you it have ain't. to do your research. Because my first couple of experiences, like, I wasn't feeling my therapist, but it's also the fact that I was resistant to therapy as well. Mm. So that could play a role.
0: Yeah, being receptive to therapy is everything. Like, yeah. it ain't even
1: no point of going if you. If you don't believe in it, if you don't think that there's going to be a benefit to it, you're going to just struggle with anybody you get because you already don't believe in the methods that they're going to use.
0: Exactly. Because they probably will have you doing some shit that you ain't really wanted to do before. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Reflecting on things you don't really want to reflect on.
1: Accountability. Niggas hate that. okay
0: (laughs) okay because you hit the nail on the head like definitely because one of the first methods that my therapist used with me is journaling so um she was having a hard time getting me to like draw out experiences because like you know how you could kind of compartmentalize shit yeah. Like, back in the day, it's just like, you know, we don't think about feelings. So like you asking me, like, what made me feel this feeling in the past? And I don't put that shit in a box, locked it and put, you know what I'm saying? Put it in a closet, buried it three feet underground and like forgot about it. Like, I don't want to go back there. Like I put that yeah. shit where I put it and I plan on leaving it there and you trying to get it out. So like she had me start journaling or whatever. Because we wasn't really getting nowhere in therapy. I was trying, but we were not getting nowhere. So she had me start journaling.
2: Mm-hmm. And, uh,
0: like, I at first I thought it was just like, man, I ain't got no time for this shit. Like, I got all this shit going on. I ain't got no fucking mm-hmm. time to mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm. be journaling and shit. But, you know, she gonna hold you accountable because the next set she done asked you to write this prompt and to bring back an example. So, like, I gotta have something on this fucking paper so it's like Mm -hmm. 15 it's on my 15 minute break while I'm at work and I got therapy right after work that day so I'm on my 15 minute break I write like a quick little journal or whatever I go back to I go back to there I actually got some significant shit off of my chest in that meantime (laughs) like went back to therapy we talked about it she told me to do it like two more times and before I know it I got like a habit of fucking journaling
1: you journal every motherfucking day. Sometimes go sometimes a day. So shout out to your therapist.
0: Yo, she straight <laughs> turned me into a writer. She,
1: <laughs> she brought it out. It was already there. She My brought it out. My therapist
0: made a superstar. Like
1: <laughs> It was already there. Therapists help you bring out what's already there. I'm convinced. It's like all the stuff that we had that we needed already within us. But sometimes you need significant people in your life to really show you what it is. And I think therapists have like a cool role and significant roles in people's life when they can bring out those qualities in you, especially especially good ones.
0: Yo, okay. So, like, what's a good therapist and a bad therapist? Because I've only had oh. one good therapist. What's a bad therapist?
1: I'm going to just start off with this. <laughs> I'm going to say a bad therapist is a therapist who does not have their own therapist. Everybody needs therapy, including the therapist. So if they're, like, not having their own therapist and having their own, like, check-in, that's a red flag for me. I w- I wouldn't I wouldn't even know I don't know what a bad therapist is because I don't know I'm pretty sure I can say what a bad therapist is I can't really give no concrete examples but that's definitely one of them one of them another one would be just somebody who's not willing to learn and grow in a profession who's not just willing to educate themselves on different cultures different methodologies and different ways of doing things I would say that's not a good therapist because you want somebody who's also learning to evolve evolve and grow and also eliminate any biases that they may have because you want them to be human like you obviously they have a specific job but you also want to know if they're growing, learning expanding education and continue to stay up on what's, what's happening a good therapist would be that person who has a therapist who's growing and learning who's, who's present who's in tune with their clients who's able to like, recognize what's working and what's not working being able to effectively communicate I think that's, those are good therapists so I'm sure there's more qualities. What do you think a good therapist is? You've, you've had one, what it sound like.
0: Yeah. Um, I was just thinking, too, like, a good quality, like, that I would look for in a therapist is, like, a certain level of open-mindedness. Mm-hmm. Because I know a lot of people worry about, you know, when you go in and you're telling somebody who, you know, seems to be a stranger, like, you're telling them, like, all your problems and shit, like, you're wondering if they're going to judge you. And actually... Um, they are.
1: <laughs> that's our job to judge you like we're going to judge you but we're going to also help you it's like we have to take what you're saying and obviously look at how we're going to help you and what methodology and what like way what's going to work best for you but it's like it's, it's a it's a sense of judging but it's good judgment it's not like oh you're a bad person because you did that this that and third that would be a bad therapist because they'll be bringing their own biases and their own opinions into your sessions into that and it's like that's not what they're supposed to they're supposed to be open judgment free and allow you to be vulnerable because that's the whole basis of going to therapy to like open up to be vulnerable to be able to share your story and move beyond your traumas yeah absolutely and i like in mine
0: like i never i actually never felt judged you know what i'm saying like she definitely like hold me accountable but i think more so than anything like The thing that I liked about my therapist was she gave me something that I wasn't initially used to, which was somebody acknowledging my
1: feelings. Oh, yes, 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 yes. All of that. That's why I love my last therapist because she just made me feel like I'm not crazy. Like, yeah, I felt validated, even though like I may have had people in my life who made me feel that way. But going to therapy, it just felt like good to say what I have to say and like not feel like I was alone, but it also helped me to like reach out to people who I am close to and be able to also do that with them and not just my therapist.
0: Absolutely, exactly. So she made me she like she kind of like that giving me that validation, like is one of the things that like helped teach me that I don't even need the validation.
3: Yeah.
0: But like she would do that. Like she would validate my feelings and then she would also follow that up with an alternative perspective
1: mm-hmm.
0: of how to view the situation. And I think that gave me a more dynamic perception of the world. It's one of the things that helped me like mature my thought process. Okay. Because it's just like, you know, like yes, your feelings in that particular moment are valid. You have every right to feel how you want it how you feel. Mm-hmm. But but also have you taken these other things into consideration? And a lot of the times they will be things that I never took into consideration before, mm-hmm. which doesn't change how you feel because how you feel matters. But is it possible to feel how you feel and other things be true as well? Is there a significant difference between like, okay, because you know how some people when they when they think about therapy, mm-hmm. it's just like, I'll just go talk to my mama or my grandma. My friends, like they got me. Like, what's the difference here?
1: Um, the difference is, big um, the difference, a license, huge. You know, difference. They, they got that license, that that uh, that professional background. <laughs> they do yeah. this Not to say that people don't give good advice, because I feel like I was always giving advice, even when I was like in high school. Like I was just that person who was like always had sound and and rational and reasonable advice, even though I could not give it to myself, I Mm. would happily take that and give it to others. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The difference is that professional background, like, people I I hate this so much that people try to, like, diagnose or self-diagnose like, especially with social media, and it's just like, go so fucking professional. For real. Because
0: I would have told you that I had clinical depression, but I don't. Bitch. I really don't. <laughs> like, I thought I was bipolar. Like, you know, what I'm saying, I really thought it was shit Stay wrong off, with me. Google. Nah, like, nah, like, not at all. You'll be, you'll be out here thinking you need medicine, and like, you don't. Like, you'll some people do. Today. Some people do. But like, you probably don't. You probably just need to talk to somebody. Because like, a lot of what I was dealing with was just me not knowing how to like regulate my feelings properly. Mm-hmm. And, like, understanding my feelings and just, like, dealing with a lot of the things. You know what I'm saying? Just dealing with things that were just holding me back in general.
1: Yeah. I feel like we talked about that a bit, just, like, not being able to, like, regulate our feelings because there were just, like, certain feelings that we associated with everything, like... I didn't know my feelings at all. Yeah. I only knew anger. I knew anger for, like, a very long time. That was, like, my comfort feeling, like... If I was upset and I really wanted to be sad, I'm going to be angry because angry was comfortable. I knew how to be angry. I know how to curse people out. I know to shut people out. I know how to be upset. I know how to be irrational, even though, like, I'm really sad. Like, you hurt my feelings. Like, I'm not mad at you, but, like, I'm sad that you thought it was okay to hurt my feelings or you did something to hurt my feelings. But instead of me doing that, I'm going to be a raging bitch because that's much easier for me to do versus me to sit here and be vulnerable and say that I'm actually fucking sad
0: yeah yeah that's so real that's so real because for me it was to be a martyr like like in my mind I just let everybody walk on my feelings mm-hmm. and just like step on my poor little heart and I'm gonna just go in my room and cry and just and just you know I um, not Y'all know cancer is dramatic. Um uh, like Y'all
1: you know like we ain't, we ain't <laughs> even gonna talk about Zodiac. We're going to leave that for another episode? But
0: you know, I that was my thing. Like I liked being depressed. Like not I liked it, but I mean it was my it was my comfort zone. Okay, like
1: those two you enjoy that because you I was just I was actually watching something today that I wanted to send you and this man was talking about like the brain, how like the brain when it's in survival mm-hmm. mode, like how fear, anxiety, and these different emotions are associated with survival mode because we know these feelings, we can go to them and we associate different things with them. And that's who we always go to mm-hmm. this video. It was a good ass fucking um video I was watching one forward. And I'm like, that's so true. Because these feelings are like tacked on survival mode because it's like when you live in anxiety and fear, that means we do not trust that we are okay. We do not trust that things are gonna be better. We do not trust or feel like yeah, things are right. He was saying how like people say that those are human feelings, but it's like they're human feelings because like we make it so normal to be anxious, to be in fear, to like have, yeah. and it's just like we could not have those things. We could literally think about having a good life, having a good day without being anxious, feeling okay about ourselves, and kind of like actually embodying that. But it, it takes some practicing. But he talked about manifesting and visual manifestation a little bit. But that's the whole, that's also another episode, but <laughs> I, I just want to add that I didn't am like, that, that is really true. When you think about it, those feelings are associated with, with survival.
0: Yeah. You need
1: to feel that in order to, in order to do whatever it is the fuck you think you gotta do. And it's like, you don't gotta be anxious. You don't have to be fearful, like, cause we're not in those moments or experiencing those traumas that we've been through because oftentimes associated with some past trauma like oh i'm anxious because one time this happened and now i think every time i go and do this is going to happen it's just like it could actually not happen you can actually go and have a good time and not yeah. have any fucking worries but because we associate whatever it is with these different feelings every time we go and do different things we're going to keep having those same feelings because yep. that's the association is
0: yeah yeah I was uh thinking this to myself the other day because you know like sometimes I think to myself like when it comes to like work that I want to do as far Mm -hmm. as like moving my own life forward I feel like I kind of get in the way sometimes
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and like I was thinking it's just like okay so like what's blocking me from getting where it is that I need to go like what what's keeping me here and Mm -hmm. for the most part it's really me making certain changes that I'm afraid to make Mm -hmm. it's literally like me committing to certain changes because it's like it's almost like when you think about like oh my stuff's not moving the way that I want to you know what I'm saying like why 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 and then like once you stop thinking about the why and think about like Okay, what what am I doing and what can I change? And like, you know, where I was looking outward for the solution, I started looking inward for the solution again. Mm -hmm. So it's like changing the way that I think, because when I would get into thought patterns like that in the past, it would be like uh, like I would be stuck in that place of like, "Huh, why are things not going the way that I want to go? What am I doing wrong? Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying huh woe is me and it's just like no it doesn't have to be woe is you like what are we doing what can we change
1: and just trust you gotta trust the process which is hard for a lot of us to do because like you said we wanna know what we're doing wrong with like we wanna we wanna have control like we wanna Mm -hmm. know how things are gonna look when they're coming and like when you I'm gonna have to talk about God but when you believe in God, though, and you know that God got you, you you allow Him to guide the way. You don't you don't you ask questions, but you ask the right questions. You also yeah. you pace yourself and you're patient because it's like I I love to be in control. I don't want <laughs> that. <laughs> I want to know. What we all, it all like
0: control. We it, we, it we is all what it know is. What's yeah.
1: If we could like get a sneak peek to our future, I'm pretty sure a lot of us would jump at the. The side of that, some of us could actually see inside future, but that's that may be another. Well, that's There's a story. whole nother
0: episode, okay? <laughs> like that's a whole nother episode for a whole nother channel,
1: okay?
0: <laughs> we gonna have to go to a different channel for that one,
1: okay? We have to talk, but on. we
0: should though. Ooh, okay.
1: We can
0: talk about that.
1: I'm uh but... <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we gonna talk about that.
1: <laughs> but like I was saying, if niggas could get a chance to like really look at their future, niggas look. Would, would, will literally jump at the chance to see what their future would look like, and niggas will still not do all the right things to ensure that their future would look a certain way. Because your future looks like the way you want it once you start putting the work. We are creating our future right now, even as we're having this conversation. We are creating yeah. our future. You have the tools and the resources to create the future that you want. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I wish somebody would have told me that. Or maybe people may have told me that in school when I was younger. But they never told me in a way that it made fucking sense. Yes. Yes. Like, (laughs) Like, you're in control of your future. This is your destiny. But, like, it was such in a way that it was a... uh, aggressive and also was like also um, fucking academic and school based they're like mm-hmm. okay I know it's my future that's why I get A's and B's what the fuck you're talking about like no. but it's so much more to that it's like even with school is like there's so much more to school than A's and B's like you're in school Absolutely. to socialize you're in school to like almost find yourself not even just like in college but also like in high school middle school you're like constantly yep. how people learning how to be in different environments, learning about different cultures and just like a lot of that I don't feel like is always expressed because school is looked at a place that you have to go and get your education, but you should be learning outside of school. You should be learning everywhere you go. Everything should be like not not in a traditional sense of like learning, but everywhere you should go should be a place that you're developing new skills and learning about yourself, especially kids, not just yeah. in school systems. And you're
0: do, not it, do it really huh do your file really just follow you from therapist to therapist
1: i don't i feel like in a sense some of you should do if you actually get transferred but like also if you talk to them and you're honest with them you can tell them about the different diagnoses that you receive too i i feel like it's all about how transparent you want to be With me with my new therapist that i'm going to see on thursday i'm going to be very transparent because it's like at the end of the day, I think the more open and honest I am, the better help I will get because it's, like, why sit here and lie? Why Why pay somebody to fucking lie to them?
0: Bruh, and they if they can't tell nobody. They can't tell nobody. And, like, the shit that they tell you is just, like, it's different than, like, advice from a friend or advice yeah. from a family member. Like, because one is unbiased, like, <laughs> advice first Mm -hmm. and foremost and then like you know the other one it's just like y'all don't have no like like you know what I'm saying it's no real position to take with a person so you know what I'm saying they literally like it's just they can give you a perspective that's like Outside versus like when you talk to like people that are around you, like an inside opinion. Like they might be giving you opinions based off their feelings mm-hmm. or you know, and I'm saying they experiences that they ain't dealt with and stuff like that. And it's just like a therapist ain't really gonna tell you too much about your life. Like mine, let me figure it out on my own
1: by asking me certain
0: questions.
1: Data the facilitator is like the therapist ain't gonna tell you what to do. And I feel like a lot of people think they're going to therapy. Oh, therapy just be listening to me talk. They're not telling me what to do. They're not gonna tell you what to do. They're gonna guide you in a sense of you're gonna to come to your own conclusions because you're not gonna say, Oh, my therapist told me to do X, Y, and Z. No, your therapist guides you through this certain situation and you came to the conclusion of what you think is the next next step because it's not their job to tell you anything. It's their job to help you identify what your issues are and help you unpack that. And you're going to do most of the talking, but they're there to facilitate, in a sense. That's how, I, I've, um, that's how I've, like, identified therapy to how I see it. And it's like, they're not going to tell you what to do. Because I used to be mad when I had my first year. But I it's like, she's not telling me what to do. She's not telling <laughs> me how to make my life better. She's not telling me how to go get a job and do all this stuff. It's like, you already know how to do that stuff. They're there to pull it out. But you have to be willing to be uncomfortable and vulnerable enough to allow them to see and know so they can best assist you.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like you have to you have to really be ready. Like you have to really be ready to just be open and like let them help you. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're not ready to do the work, it ain't no point of going. And if you're not ready to be honest, it ain't no point of going. Ain't no
1: point of fucking going you know, I feel like you y'all pay, y'all, pay, y'all, pay, y'all fucking <laughs> lie. They're getting paid regardless, if you're gonna go and lie. That's your money, that's your time being wasted because it's like you're gonna be the one who's going to have to keep coming back to therapy because your goals are not being met and you're not really progressing because you're not doing the work. So it's like if you're gonna to go to therapy, be prepared to do the work. Also come with some goals in mind of like why you're seeking therapy, what is you wanna get out of it. When I went to my last therapist, I had really concrete goals, which I feel like I've met and then as I went
0: through mm-hmm. therapy,
1: Therapy. Well, actually, I feel like I can't. I started off with therapy back in July 2020. because I'm like, oh, I'm so angry. I'm in this relationship. I don't know how to control my anger. Like this girl just like pisses me off so bad. I need to like work on how to be a better girlfriend that was literally why i fucking went to therapy right
0: bruh me too get over shit ever i'm
1: like why am i going to therapy it
0: wound up being about me it. and i broke up with her i just
1: bitch like... it literally it literally became about me and i broke up with her and it gave me the confidence to leave that fucking relationship
0: surely okay. the fuck did okay Okay. Redefine
1: my spine. Like. So, I'm like, why am I about to go to therapy? She threw up and I had all these issues. I didn't go to therapy and teach somebody. I'm just like, every, the more I was in therapy, I'm like, the more I'm like, why am I with this bitch?
0: bruh <laughs> bruh because you realize like because once you go to therapy you start doing the work and when you do start doing the work you start seeing the world through a different perspective mm-hmm. and then you start looking at the situation like hold on I'm the only one really fucking doing the work like, only
1: one doing the work and niggas was not they were staying the same it's like why do you expect me to change and you're gonna stay the same Absolutely. you need to go get yes. need to get shit out. not me alone is like it's a definitely if I have issues you have issues because we attracted each other somehow some way and we're both on the same wavelength that it is just not on me but it was easy yep. to me and point the fingers at me and just make it all about me and how I was just this whatever person which is which is all good because I needed to hear those things to push me back into therapy to get my shit together. And it's like I had the mm-hmm. best um experience with my therapist, my last therapist.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and and what's so dope about it is like, um, I used to think that I was gonna be in therapy for a long time. Like I thought mm-hmm. that I was so fucked up in the head I was gonna need a therapist like forever. Yeah. But like that's not how therapy works. So like <laughs> A big part of the reason why they guide you, guide you through, and make you figure it out, and they kind of make you answer the questions and figure out what works for you, is so that you learn how to just think that way in your mm. everyday life, and like eventually, like you're able to get through those moments without the therapist.
1: Without the whole point, the whole fucking point. The whole point is to literally, <laughs> <laughs> it's to literally give you the skills so you're able to do it without them. The, nobody I don't think the goal of therapy is to be in therapy for a long time. I thought the same thing. I'm like, damn, I'm i gonna be in therapy for a couple of years. Yo. And I'm just like, That's it's like that ghetto to be in therapy for years. I'm like, people crazy as hell being in therapy for years. And it's just like you don't have to be in therapy that long, but the, I feel like when you're not willing to do the work, and you're not really to be honest with yourself,
0: yeah. you're
1: gonna be in that motherfucker for a long time. Yes, you will. It's gonna seem like you're not getting nowhere because it's like you're not getting nowhere because you're, Cause not, you're getting not doing nowhere. the work. Yeah, okay. But I um I yeah that's that's really shit because I remember I went to seeing my therapist for like once every week, to like every other week, yep. to like twice a month. Because it's like I I I understand that like I. Because at at some point, it could become a clutch. You could be leaning on your therapist. You could become codependent on your therapist. Like, oh, this went wrong in my life. I can't wait to tell my therapist. Oh, this happened. I can't wait to tell my therapist. Like,
2: That's cool in the beginning.
1: Like, it's okay. (laughs) But after a while, you got to kind of know how to figure shit out on your own and be able to problem solve on your own.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's like... It was so funny because in the beginning I was I thought I was gonna be codependent I really did but I had a codependent mindset back then Mm -hmm. but like I was just like ah like you know what I'm saying when me and my therapist first started you know you know doing the thing like you know what I'm saying doing the Mm -hmm. thing where it's like therapy ends and it's like so how long is it gonna be this time and it's just like um I still want to come like at first where it's just like I don't want to break up yet I don't. I don't want to do it yet. I want to see you every other week. Like, I still want to see you every other week. And then after a while, like, that every other week comes by. And it's just like, okay, we can do two weeks. We can do Mm -hmm. two weeks. We can do two. Okay, we can do a month now. Right. We can do a month now. And then after a while, it's just like. I'm good. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll call you when I need you. I think I'm all right. Like. Yeah. Yeah. it's like you graduated like,
1: it really it is really like a graduation it's like okay I've done all the work now thank
3: you until next time I'm just talking shit I, because it's stuff right now that, that me personally that I can do better on you mm-hmm. know so I'm just talking Then I, when I said and it come out of my mouth At least I realize that it's stuff that I can do better, on and then give it an effort to do better. Absolutely, you know that's all that is. Nobody's perfect, but but you know you hope and think that 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 us that we as a people will try to strive, you know, and help people out to help people to stand up, and maybe one day somebody can help you stand up. But right now we ain't got it, man. You know I. as as a, as a person living in a home when your AC uh uh go out, you be hoping to see a black businessman that come through that can say, "Man, look, man, you you know you don't have to pay no three four hundred dollars. It's just this. You be hoping that when you take, you can find somebody that work on your car to say, "Man, you don't have to pay no nine nine hundred dollars to fix this. Man, this is simple. You know, you just think that." You know, eventually, after all this time, you know, that we had figured out where we could help each other. That's yeah. all. You yeah. know, that we could help each other instead of pulling each other down. Then we wonder why we can't get nowhere because we ain't got no avenues to get nowhere. You right. know?
0: Right. And like, To piggyback off what you saying, uh, something that you said earlier, like I I was thinking about this the other day. A lot of us don't like accountability. A a lot of us don't like to be held accountable for the stuff for the stuff it is that we do. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people feel like it's a personal personal attack when you try to tell you know, when you're trying to tell them like what they doing wrong that they could improve on. People don't want to hear that. But like accountability is like really one of the first steps to actually changing something in your life. If you acting like it ain't nothing wrong with what it is that you doing, like everything is okay. And the status quo is fine. But you, meanwhile, you complaining about things and you, you know what I'm saying? I always want to be the Debbie downer. Like, you know, Oh, it's so bad. It's so this it's so that whatever. But like, you know what I'm saying? You're not doing anything to make it different. You're not doing anything to make it to make it change. It's just like people want to act like you the enemy if you try to hold them accountable.
3: Well, yeah, that that's in anything. I go through that on my job. That people you consider friends that you try to tell stuff to mm-hmm. or try to give them advice, they don't want advice. But when they getting ready to get fired, you know, <laughs> they come to you. <laughs> They coming to you like, what do you think? Be like, well, I was trying to give you advice.
2: You know, I saw
3: what you were doing wrong. Right. But you didn't want to hear me. Right. And then like, man, you saying like you're not a good friend. You know, because the truth hurts, you know? Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, the truth hurts. It's easier to make somebody else the bad guy than to hold yourself accountable and make changes. You know what I'm saying, and that, and I, I'm saying that from personal experience. You know what I'm saying. Like sometimes, even growing up, you can tell the people this. If it was something that you was telling me that I ain't like, I'm ready to fight you tooth and nail if I don't want to see the
3: truth. Yeah, oh yeah, because you know that's how Dad would. You know, Dad told you. You know, I was blessed. You know, like you know, family wise, mm. you know, because my, you know, when when your parents can tell you. How they feel, and and stuff like that, and it, and it it you know it hurts, you know when when they tell them when you're younger and stuff, but when you realize that they was telling you for your own best interest, yeah, you know you realize that. So then, you you know you like my sister, she do the same thing. Like she could tell you how she feel, and like when you're younger, man, sometimes the truth hurts. Mm-hmm. Like, when, 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 you know, people just blunt and they tell you stuff and you don't want to hear it, it, it hurts. But but it's nice when you get older to have people that's looking out for your best interests, you know, than people that's just patting you on the back saying what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sometimes you got people like, you know, that, that can't take the truth. So you got sugar coat stuff for them because they ain't made. Just to be truthful, you always gotta be, you know, wary about what you're gonna say because, like, they gonna break, like they brittle and stuff. But they not brittle; they just don't want to hear what you have to say, mm-hmm. so it seems like it, it, it hurts them, you know. But that that's like, <laughs> that's, that's the family. That's the, don't you understand? That's I'm laughing because that would be me. You Every- know
0: what I'm saying? I start crying.
3: Right. Yeah. Everybody got that. Everybody got that. You know, some people, you can just, you know, you can hit them with all your bullshit, both barrels, you know, and they can take it. You know, some people, man, they look they look strong and they look tough, man, but they will, you know. And them are the people that fool you, man, because, mm-hmm. you know, people, they, they, they act like they, uh, you know, they built for this tough shit. But really inside they like a marshmallow. You know? <laughs> yeah. So you look at people, man, you look you be like, you know, talk, you know, they could talk that shit, but then they then they feelings get hurt, you know, and you be like, you know, I'm confused. And then they'll come back, and then they'll come back later, and then they hard again. And you be like, well shit, I'm man, fuck, I'm confused, I don't I don't know who I'm talking to. Right. You know. Right. First you, first you hard, then you a marshmallow. Now you hard. That's somebody
0: that's not being honest with themselves. Right. What the
3: fuck are you? You
0: know, not being honest with yourself because at your core you that you that damn marshmallow, but you putting on the front like you you whatever. And if you and you know what I'm saying, if you was honest with yourself and be like you know what, because I had to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you know what, I am a marshmallow and i let people i let people hurt me too easily and then it's like once you are that honest with yourself and you hold yourself accountable you can change that you can do something about it you can put in the work and you can make you and you can do something about it. That's why you know what I'm saying. Like when I'm when I'm talking to other people, it's just like shit, well, I done said what I had to say now. I can tell you how I feel. And you know what I'm saying? And it just is what it is. If you hurt me, you hurt me. If you made me happy, you made me happy. You know what I'm saying? If I don't if I'm disappointed in somebody's actions, I can tell you that. And it's not gonna affect how I feel, because I'm honest with myself about how I feel. And right. I can be honest with you too.
3: You know. That's crazy, bitch.
0: Man. man, we so powerful. And it's so crazy because it's just like we so powerful, but it's the mind. It's, it's the mind. It's just like our, our minds are so they try to keep us so low and thinking so low of ourselves. It's just like if we actually like you know, took the time and actually built each other up, like you said, and started speaking power and thinking highly of ourselves. We'd be unstoppable. But right. it's literally it, it's that mind. They done got so deep in our minds that we think that you know what I'm saying. All of the bad things are good. I
3: don't. You know? But but see, I don't. I, I I I used to think like this, but but uh, now I think that we at a point to where uh, you know we we were taught to uh, think a certain way and do things because we wasn't educated on things. Mm-hmm. But I think now, like when we started this, we was talking about do the work. Yeah, I think now you got enough out there with the internet. You got enough out there if you read books. You got enough out there if you just talk to people. You can find out, you know, a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. on. And then know what, it. It's 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 to the point where it's just yeah. You know, it it just we can't we can't blame nobody for for our situation. We know what happened. You know mm-hmm. we know we know that people are pieces of shit. You know we know how how people oppressed us and stuff like that. But to keep on dwelling on it just gonna leave you. You know, right where you is, it's time to do something about it.
0: Yeah, you know?
3: yeah. It's time, and that's where I'm saying, that, you know, you started it off with doing the work, and that it's time to do the work. Yeah, it's time to figure out, you know, why we the way we are, you know, and what we need to do to change, right? Yeah.
0: And and, and and it kind of even goes back to like what you're saying about like where it's just like if something happens and you sit up there and you cry and you depressed and you smoke it away, that's really what we're doing in the bigger picture. You can apply that to any and everything in the bigger picture of things. That's what you do. It's like if you're sitting up here complaining about it, saying why I got to be like this and that and whatever, none of that's changing the situation. Right. None of that is changing the situation. You know what I'm saying? Uh, One of the things that I had to learn is how to honor my feelings and then move the hell on. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, oh, I'm sad. Why am I sad? Because this happened. Okay. Acknowledge it. Move on. What we going to do about it? And and just keep moving It's not nothing that you need to just shut down for You know what I'm saying It's just like I've done things and I wasn't successful So what I'm going to do Just sit up here and think everything that I touch Is gonna be not going to be successful No that's not true I need to make changes I realized where I went wrong in certain aspects of my life Why I got the results that I got And now it's time to do something about it right. Now it's time to make changes Now it's time to put in the work and do something different You know yeah. what I'm saying
3: Right, and it ain't even about being successful when you do that. I'm just telling you, man, what you know, where you where you come from, and I'm just telling you where you come from, you came from uh your your grandparents didn't have much of an education, but they was hard workers and they they believed in Christ and they put that in their kids. And I'm the only one left that's that's working out here. All my brothers and sisters, they retired in somewhat fashion. And, uh, and, and, and doing good for theyself and they went to work every day. You know, they, they went to work and, and to me, that's a success story. And, and they went to work every day and now they're getting to enjoy the fruits of their labor. And I'm proud of them for that. And then I see like, uh, you know, my, my nieces and nephews, uh, they taking that same point of emphasis and doing the same thing. You know, we ain't like, get together, but we know what everybody kids doing like that. And like, I, I know my brother Nate, uh, uh, kids, they all work. They all do do fantastic things. All they're trying to grind. Uh, Danny kids doing the same, you know, solid kids, you know, educated and stuff like that and, 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 uh Doing the same like that, and you so proud, man, to be proud of. them. And then some of them, like Jericho, they got problems, but they they was trying to, you know, they trying to correct their problems. And then even his grandkids, you know, they going yeah, they to doing their
0: thing too. Like yeah.
3: That. So I just say that that that's that come from an upbringing, you know, to to strive. Like you know, everybody think you got to be rich. No, you just got to nah. be out here trying. Yeah, you just gotta be out here trying, you know, trying to grind stuff like that, you know, and 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 uh, you know, you don't get to say, you don't really, you don't really get to see your family like that to tell them, you know, the uh, uh, things that, you know, when I get up and go to work, and and I think about, you know, in, in my dark times or happy times, it's it's think about some of the faces I don't see that you just want to like give them a hug and be like, man, you doing outstanding. When you see like when they having kids and they getting married and they just, you know, uh, you know, dealing with stuff and not giving up on stuff. You know, I could be telling people business but I won't on here, But but like they go, you know, they go through stuff like that and they deal with it. If they have to go through stuff with their kids you know they they dealing with it and they dealing with it in a good way, and I just I guess I'm trying to you know instead of talking all negative, right? Just try to bring something positive, you know, because you know I'm just saying, man. As as a person, it is people out there doing family. the
0: work. Yeah. Yep.
3: To look at my family, like you be like you you be seeing some of these, uh, you know, my nieces and nephews when when they was when they was little and they was going through stuff, and you see them as mothers, and you see them as fathers, and you see, like, you know, they, they out here doing their grind, and you be, like, right on, because I ain't talking about none of them when I'm talking about uh, uh, do the work because they doing the work, you know, and uh, and I'm glad, you know, I just want to put that out there. And, and and I just think everybody ought to, you know, because I need to do the work myself. But if some of them need to do the work, then do the work, you know. But yes. you know, i you know, it's just so nice to see that that at least your family, has got that grind, and I think that come from mom and dad, you know, seeing them and raising us like they did, you know, and uh, everybody having respect for themselves. You know, cause a lot of times problems come when people don't have respect for themselves.
0: Yeah.
3: And then they they because if you got respect, and like even like, you know, you brought the subject up, so I use you, you as an example. Like when you was going to school and you said, you know, some of the problems that incurred that you was going to school, you know, and you know, whoop the wap and all that. It, if you had like all respect for yourself, you would have gave so much about getting that education. You know, you would have kicked all that other stuff to the side. Yeah, you know. But you know, sometimes it's just the respect level that you have for yourself, and, and and I'm speaking that because you know when you know it, it it's like that for me, you know. Some things I could say that I could have done better in some of these jobs and and wanting more and stuff, but like sometimes, like when you're younger, you just feel like you can't get them. Then when you're older, you just don't want to put the effort to do it.
0: Yeah, and and that that's very much what got me to this space that I got now. You know what I'm saying? Because I try, I try to make, I try to. The only reason why I talk about what I've been through is to talk about where you can go with it. You know what I'm saying? Because now. Because I've had those experiences, it's a blessing. You know what I'm saying? It might sound like a bad thing, but I see these things as a blessing because now when I've hit this point in life, now I know that, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because I know that's where I went wrong. It's just like, now the things that I want, I'm not going, I'm going to put in the work. I'm going to do what it is that I have to do and I'm going to push them other things aside that get in the way. And I'm going I'm to go after what it is that I want because that's what I want. I said that to myself and that's what I believe and I believe in myself in order to get it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, just because things probably didn't go the way that you wanted them to in the past doesn't mean that you can't change it.
3: Uh, yeah.
0: you, can, you can keep going. You can keep moving. You know what I'm saying? All you got to really do is learn a lesson. Everybody goes through bad things. Everybody goes through disappointments. You know what I'm saying? You might not have done the best that it is that you can do, but you can't just sit and sulk about it. You know what I'm saying? At a certain point in time, like if you really want that situation to change, all you got to do is tell yourself is get to the bottom of what went wrong and then do something to change it and then pick yourself back up. You know what I'm saying. The only person that can define what success is to you is you. That that's the only that's the only thing that matters. If if if, if success to you is going to work every day and taking care of your family, and and, and, and you know what I'm saying, doing what it does does doing what you gotta do to make you happy. You know what I'm saying. You might do a little smoke. You might do a little drink. Whatever. That's perfectly fine. Because the only person that can, can can dictate what your life should look like should be you anyway. Right. It's almost a continuation in a sense because, like, you know, this is what doing the work really means. Sometimes uh, when you say doing the work, like you said before, early in the episode, you, you don't know what that means. Especially, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying, from the outside looking in, it's just like, what is that? And especially if you ain't never encountered it before. And like, to be fair, a lot of people ain't really encountered, you know what I'm saying? The, the right kind of people and things and like the traits of people to be successful. I've been lucky enough to have grown up and have encounters around people who I view as successful. Right. And when and, and and you get to study their habits and, you know what I'm saying, some of the tools that they use and how they how they maneuver and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I've been a bit been, when I had jobs, I've been working since I was 15 and I've been doing manager roles since I was 16. You know what I'm saying? So I know. I, I be in a room with like bosses and stuff and I know how they talk to people and I know certain ways how to, you know, motivate people and shit like that. And other people just ain't experienced that or they ain't seen that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I got a different perspective when it says like how to do the work. And I, I would love to like help people and show certain people what it look like, but everybody don't want it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm I just be coming here for the people that want it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you gotta, if you want to know what the work looks like, shit. You know what I'm saying? We we gotta get into it because some people just don't know. Some people want to do better for their lives and they just don't know how.
3: Yeah, and then sometimes people just be talking shit. Yes, that's yes, you know? absolutely. You know, that's that's some that that's I I, I think that's what bonds. We that's why like the older I'm getting. You know, it it just don't even behoove me to, to try to help or, or talk. To, I get like what you're doing, but when you start getting my age and you and you around people that's that's you know 55 and 60 and 65 years old, if if, if they still talk to shit at that age, <laughs> you, know, you understand what I'm You I, just it, talking. you yeah, i yeah, about 20 years make, ago. It don't make sense to me. You know, I talk to some youngins. You know, and most of the time, you know, uh, I don't even waste my time with the youngest, cause, you know, if they ain't got their shit together and they ain't and they ain't motivated to do it, they just talk the shit anyway. Yep. You know, just like I told you, you know, I you know, need my nieces and nephews, they come out the box at fucking 18 years old and they fucking grind, you know trying to get through school, trying to get a uh, 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 trade, trying to get an education. They, they come out grinding. They got the shit figured out. How the fuck is you 25, 30, 35, 40 sitting up here talking shit? You know? Because that fucking, <laughs> yes. because that fucking joint and that drink is your fucking uh, god. Yeah. It's your pimp. You understand what I'm saying? Let's just keep it fucking real. Yeah. You know? That fucking bottle Oh, that joint is your fucking pimp. It's Women, calling you every holiday. time you get paid. Every time you get paid, that's what's calling you. Every time you fucking got to sit down, you got to roll that fucking blunt. And you got to smoke that fucking blunt. And really one day you're going to fucking sit back and you're going to think to your fucking self. You're going to like, man, this motherfucker had a grip on me all this time. And that's why I can't do the work. Because my fucking girlfriend keep calling me to this couch, you know, mm-hmm. telling me to puff, puff, Yeah. You know? so yeah. I can't do shit, you know, I can't yeah. move forward, you know, I, I, I can't move backward. I can't do shit, I'm going to sit right here and blame everything on somebody else for my ass not doing what I'm supposed to do.
0: This shit gonna sound kind of cold, but I thought about this shit again and again. This is some, like I was on this shit too. This is why I'm speaking on it. But it's just like, how the fuck can you tell somebody you ain't got time for something when you smoke right. like multiple hours a day? Now, 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 mind you, and you could take this with any any for any advice that you got. How the fuck you gonna really realistically sit up and tell somebody that you don't have time? Now you done. How much time did it take for you to have to connect with that weed man to go get that weed? What's that like 30 minutes? What's that 30 minutes that you could have done doing something else to go get it and buy it? Now you got to go stop at the gas station. That's another five minutes because you know you got to go get you some rollos, some wraps, some whatever, whatever. And then you take another five minutes to go, you know what I'm saying? Roll it up and put it together, and this and this and that, and then you take thirty minutes and you sitting up there smoking it. You don't waste about two hours of your goddamn day, but you want to sit here and tell and, and talk about you ain't got time. You wasting your time. This is what you choosing to invest your time in. Don't say you ain't got time. You making
3: fucked up choices. We see, okay. So now we talking about drugs. Now, look here, motherfucker told me one time. And I was young. I don't know how true it is. I'm gonna take it at his word. He say, "Man," and I was. I look. I was getting high back in the day. I'm telling on myself. And uh, he say, "Man, you know about weed?" He say, "Whatever type of person you are, when you smoke weed," he say, "That's what that weed gonna bring out about you." I said, "What do you mean?" He say, "Like, like, if you like to have fun." and you jovial he say that we gonna make you you know have fun you gonna it's gonna bring you up he say if, 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 if you like to you know get high and, and, and sit back and just chill and look at the room that we gonna do that he say whatever your mood is what type of person you is that we to bring that out on you. so instead of if we can sit up and talk about how bad weed is, but let, let like those rappers or, 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 or rich people and shit, they can smoke weed and stuff like a brainiac and fucking find a way to go to fucking Mars <laughs> or the moon. <clears throat> but, you know, you can, motherfucker like Tupac go in the studio and Snoop can, can get high all day. And come out and write some of the best songs because that's that shit helps them, okay? Right. So it ain't it ain't bad. But what I'm telling you it's is about how you use it. A lazy motherfucker could smoke weed and sit on his ass and, and then not know what's fucking him up.
0: But the the key to what you're saying too, you know what I'm saying? You said these rappers will go smoke a blunt and get in the studio. Right. An artist is going to smoke that joint and go paint a painting.
3: Right. (laughs) You. A (laughs) lazy. All I'm telling you is know what you are. Okay? See see you 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 listen to me cuz I know you just got what the fuck I said. Yeah. Know what you are. Yeah. You said it. You said it, Richie. You said when I was going the the, the t You know I that we fucked me up. It made yeah. you what? Miss your classes. You know, do all the, a lazy motherfucker. That roll up that blunt, hit that blunt, and sit on the couch, you know, that's why it's fucking you up. Yeah, because life is going not, by. You feel what I'm saying? You ain't doing shit. Because I can't do it. Because I'm a I'm a I'm a thinker, okay? I'm a thinker, and I need my right mind. Yeah, yeah. So when I when I fucking get high. It, ta- it takes that away from me. You know, it'd be different if I got high and it made me smarter, you know, and it made me a al- lot. I'd be like, God damn, I got to give me some more. That's what them fucking rappers do. Motherfucker like Tupac, they like, well, fuck. I could write poems and poetry, but god damn, I hit this joint, you know, Snoop Dogg. Oh, i a yeah. fucking joint and I'm fucking Superman. You know, yeah. I fucking figuring out shit and this shit coming to me, you know. But see, for me, I hit that shit and all of a sudden I'm tripping off everything. <laughs> you know, I can barely fucking talk. Yeah. What the fuck, why the fuck I want to be high? You see, and some people, like I'm saying, some people hit that joint and they sit on their couch and they be like, oh, this shit great." I'm comfortable. Oh, this couch is sinking in. <laughs> yeah, where, where, the the sinking in? where the chips what, at? Where the chips at? Where the fucking Twinkies at? This Twinkie, the wow! Fuck that, Some rice with this. Right. And some red soda. All oh, this shit is nice. Some white uh, castles
0: are going real no, good at this house. high
3: right now. Right. So the net. So Like you do that right. So you ain't doing shit, you ain't, you ain't doing shit productive. No. So the next day, guess what? You roll up another motherfucking joint, smoke that motherfucker, shit your ass back on the couch, and eat another goddamn Twinkie. Some emos would be lovely. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You know, hey, hey. A, a a bitch is coming by. Let me roll the joint. Ain't that fantastic? Right, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this and that. Da da, da. Oh, this is great. Now you don't spend motherfucking a hundred dollars on some weed. Look, you done spent fifty dollars on, on food. Some weed, ate some emos, some Chinese, okay, got with a girl, you know. All this shit you could have got for free. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You ain't did shit productive. You know, you ain't did shit productive. That's the shit I'm saying. That's why I can't fuck with you. Me? Right either. That's why I had to back up off of it. i I'll exactly be an Oreo cookie. To- I'll be an Oreo cookie eating motherfucker.
0: But cause that would be me, man. I would be the same nigga sitting up here making excuses, like, man, I ain't got no time. That's I ain't because- going.
3: I ain't going outside on this sunny day today. No, nah. I'm just gonna sit here, pull my drapes in, and watch and- Netflix. Thank you. Like it's winter time, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, it's winter- like it's winter time.
0: For uh-uh. real. And you trying to figure out why you can't meet nobody? why you not getting where you want to get in life why your financial situation still the same what you know what i'm saying why things going this way it's just like you ain't doing shit you waste every day you waste every day and like ain't nobody telling you to go out do some hard extravagant shit ain't nobody telling you go climb mount everest tomorrow niggas just saying reevaluate what the fuck you do today so you can have some. You know what I'm saying? Reevaluate what you do, so you can have some. What's some? What's some simple shit that a nigga Say so you don't like your job, right? You know what I'm saying? So you, you, you again, you done sat there, you done went, you done got your emos, your Chinese food, whatever. You sitting there high as hell. You know what I'm saying? Sitting here depressed, talking about how much you hate your job to yourself. But you could have used that time and applied for at least like two, three jobs even working before that, you got high.
3: Working that Dollar General and shit.
0: Exactly. You working could've
3: well, there ain't no way I'm gonna be working at Dollar General getting high. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm just telling you shit. Anyway, but I see why you gotta get high working at Dollar General. Okay. Maybe, maybe we maybe we we going about this shit wrong. Right, maybe, I know maybe I was, we know I was
0: doing it right. in my retail days. That's how I got through it.
3: Right. I'm, I'm saying maybe we ought to be, be re-evaluate re- re- why people get high. Maybe it's because they got them shitty jobs, you right, know.
0: Because they want more out of life.
3: But you got yourself. But wouldn't that be the cruelest joke on the world that you got a shitty job? So you getting high because you got a shitty job, but getting high is keeping you in that in shitty, that shitty job. job. Yeah, absolutely.
0: People don't see that shit. People don't see that shit. Honestly, niggas will look and be like, you just judging because I smoke. Fuck you, nigga. Like you know what I'm saying, but it's not. It's not.
3: It's not. So so if anybody listening to this and they got a shitty job, I want you to go roll the biggest joint up you got. And think about it. Smoke that shit and evaluate your life and find out. And then you'll know why. You got that shitty job. You know? Why you can't get nowhere? Cause you smoking that joint. And puff that shit out for me. You know, puff that shit out for you. Cause we either make you think that's why people don't want to. Damn, people motherfucker ain't gonna listen at this shit high. Cause see if I listen at this shit high, I'd be like, let me try that. God damn! <laughs> After I get through, the car I'm like, God damn! That shit is deep. That shit is deep. You fuck around that fucking that, that, fucker, that fucker, we be like Satan. It is that fucking holding you. We be like, don't listen to that motherfucking man.
0: Turn that shit off. I don't
3: know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it. Nah. Turn that shit Sit off. Nobody to hear that
3: shit. Back on the couch. You want a Twinkie, nigga? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know they got the new Halloween Oreo. You I know you yeah,
3: bro, but how about some ice cream with my mm-hmm. ass? Mm-hmm. Hey, it's a good movie. It's a good movie on Netflix, motherfucker. Go get the blanket and some popcorn. Mm-hmm. Wrap up. Hit me three times. Put me out. Eat some more Twinkie, And call Shirley while you at
0: it. And call Shirley while you at it. Let's see what she doing. She might come over.
3: So, so then, so then <laughs> when you wake up the next day and you're like, man, I hate this shitty-ass job. But fuck, I gotta go so I can get me some more weed. Man, this shit crazy. Rich, you got me talking shit.
2: Sometimes, sometimes it is even in research and just in life, Sometimes you just got to go back to where you started. Facts. Sometimes you just got to recall, you know, you got to just check the foundation so that you can build something and build higher. And, okay. that's, and that's literally what is the overall theme in terms of what my research embodies.
0: Girl, if I had a church piano, I'd get it out and start playing it.
2: Because <laughs> you owned some. You honor something. (laughs) Yeah, literally.
0: You honor something. Like cause cause that that's very much it. Like, um, I say this a lot of times in like the podcast and my other and my other um thing that I do on YouTube, Confessions of a Healing Healer. What I talk about a lot is how you kind of like have to unlearn everything to heal sometimes. Yeah. Like you have to you have to question, you know what I'm saying? Because some of the things that you learned, are these really your thoughts or are these yep. things that were projected onto you? Are these conclusions that you came up with growing, growing up in childhood based on an uh, uh, inability to deal with certain feelings and emotions and situations in a proper manner?
2: Right? Exactly. Right.
0: So, like, you have to, in order to kind of, like, heal and start living living that life again, you have to unlearn all of these things and then really get down to the root of who you are at your core. Yeah, You know, outside of what other people think of you or what people told you that you were or the experiences that you had, like, who are you exactly. down at that baseline, down at that root? And, like, that's how you can really start making significant ground and progress in any area of anything like in any type of growth to make any type of significant change you have to go to square one one of the best managers that I ever worked for in my life um, he had one rule and it was when shit hits the fan do your job Yeah, like when shit hits the fan like cause this is when I was working in retail he was like I need y'all to do three things when shit hits the fan he was like I need y'all to make sure there's nothing on the floor. Help customers and sell clothes. As long as you did three them three things, we ain't gonna have no problems. Yeah, and it and it's very much the basics. It's just like you worried about A B C D E, like you know what I'm saying. Not A B C D E, you all the way at T W V, like you know what I'm yeah. saying. You all the way down there. And sometimes you need to come back to A. And be like, okay, what am I even doing here? Yeah. What's
2: going on? And, like, how
0: do I move forward?
2: Agree. Because sometimes you – it's easy to get lost in the sauce, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, get lost in the journey, get lost in the process. Um, That's why – and that's what, honestly, like I said, the engineering management, that low-key help. Because, you know, in a lot of the tools that you use – and like our inbox, which is like our uh, book of knowledge, um, they tell you all the time to constantly redefine your problem as you are constantly working towards your solution. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if your problem has like these things you need to c- overcome, once you overcome one, you need to say, all right, what have I have, and what I got to do next? Cool. What I have, and what I got to do next. Great. You know, it's it's a constant iterative process and recalling the foundation helps you stay on track for that.
0: Yeah, it's 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 really cool when when uh families are able to come together in that kind of way um and do that like my family in a sense is kind of like coming together to do that for my mom's project I don't really want to talk about it yet because I don't know if she want me to talk about it yet but like you know it's interesting to kind of like watch these things start to come together because it starts off small it's just like oh yeah I'll help you do this I'll help you help you do that whatever whatever and then like before you know it like y'all really doing the thing like (laughs) Y'all really doing the thing. So, like, what is that like, like, running a family business? Because I know, like, it get hard. Like, it get hard. It's one thing to deal with family, but it's another thing to mix family and money and, like, trying to get work done. So, what is that even like, trying to, like, deal with all of that and, like, still stay cool?
2: (laughs) So, I'm going to tell you right now. Don't nobody text you more than your family. Okay? (laughs) Don't nobody text you more than your family. It's yeah. easy to get a coworker that you don't know, hire somebody you don't know, and have them trained and and provide for them the culture that you want to set, and they'll abide by it. Right, right. When it's your family, it's uh-uh. Why you doing all of this? <laughs> 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 but he's just subject to a little bit more opinion and, and constructive criticism than mm-hmm. I. Mean, one person may want, but overall. <laughs> Overall, it is really rewarding at the same time yeah. because it is my family. If I have last-minute business, it's a little bit easier to reach out to cuz be like, hey, cuz, you know, got a last-minute client trying to book for this weekend. You think you're going to be available to work? Right. And you'll, you'll probably have better t- friends and family being available versus, um, you know, just typical people in their everyday lives. Um, okay. And that just comes with the nature of the business, you know. I try my best to, whenever I'm getting the employees out, their schedule and their booking, you know, letting them know like ahead of time, like, hey, you know, these are the possible dates for booking. You know, keep this free if you're available on your schedule. But as things change and you know, clients and 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 the bookings and that timing changes, you know, also is dependent on the client. Mm-hmm. So. It's it it has its it has its rewards and benefits us also as well.
1: Okay. Um,
2: family just I feel like are naturally are gonna go a little harder for you. That's yeah. true. Unless, unless you got those family, if you got the good kind, of like, kind. yeah, yeah. If you got the good kind. Now I know everybody <laughs> knows. Some people be having the kind that's gonna try to do everything to sabotage. Me. And I that's know real.
0: That yeah.
2: But uh, work it out and everything um you it's the they're gonna have the same passion for your business because they know that they're a part of it um right. ver- you know the same way as you you do so I right and they want to see you
0: succeed yeah yep.
2: and then it, it's not even uh, more so a, a me succeeding now that it's you know family oriented it's a it's we now all turned succeed. into a conversation right of we're all succeeding it's like, oh, we did great with this today, oh there, yeah daryl yeah, you 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 definitely did better this time, you know, for the last right. event, you know, or you know here's where we could work on, you know it becomes more of a team effort, and it feels good to me because it's like, okay, even though I know that I'm like the main creator of this, mm-hmm. I'm not alone in managing this, and they care
0: right, that's good to have that's definitely good to have, yeah, for sure. Yeah you want to talk so, about your
2: research uh yeah sure so my research is right now is pretty much um it's the three pillar framework for sustainability um it's expanding that framework excuse me so the cool thing is right now sustainability is pretty much always focused on social environmental and economic factors um and it and together they created something called the three pillar framework for sustainability. Um, but history and the research and the literature shows that um, there, there is no way to really use this model. Um, a lot of models that we're employing for our understanding today are kind of old and outdated. They don't have uh, logical properties associated with how to use them, mm-hmm. no explicit description. And it's like so much research is just built upon these models and then thrown back into our literature and then it gives me pretty much a question as to are we as a society really moving forward um, basing our ideals and capitals and projects off this research or are we needing to go reevaluate these models that we're employing for understanding mm. and that's pretty much what my research uh, it talks about other factors that could possibly impact our ability to remain sustainable huh yeah
0: that's interesting yeah that's interesting as hell it's kind of funny that you mentioned that I uh so there I went somewhere and uh we were having that conversation somebody was saying that but in in the psychology realm of it mm-hmm. where research is limited only, you know, when you think about research and the things that we base, all of these conclusions that we come to as a society is based on research. Right. Right. But you only get facts off of the research that is done. Right. So right. just because these are the f- factors that they have looked into and have researched, you only have answers on those. There are still other questions and still other factors that haven't really been explored. So, you know what I'm saying? Is this really the answer? But it's like, no, this is the answer for what you've researched. But there are so many other possibilities.
2: Yeah, and so pretty much what, what I'm doing now is saying, okay, let's use AI, so a neural network, AI, artificial intelligence, AI, technology to determine if there are other factors. And if so, how can we build a new model and add theoretical reasoning to that model to better interpret where we stand in terms of our sustainable goals. So, yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. That seems interesting. I can see, like, are you having fun with that? Because that seems interesting as hell.
2: I am. And to be honest, (laughs) I feel like it needs to be done because so much of this world, everybody, big organ like big company organizations everybody's talking about being sustainable mm-hmm. going carbon neutral 2030 and when you think about what sustainability means i mean are we forgetting that we still have a poverty line level are mm-hmm. we forgetting that people still aren't afforded the same workforce mm-hmm. you know are we forgetting the things that pretty much cause people to become a product of their environment or impact their ability to receive the maximum opportunity out of their life. Like that to me is what every model in the old research or old literature. And it does lack then because at that time, sustainability was pretty much, being tackled before it was even being described. We didn't really hmm. know what sustainability was. You know, all we know is that, you know, water was becoming a shortening resource, some we're polluting way too many gases in the air, and and at <laughs> the same time we're economically going up up and down. Um, right. So it's just one of those it's just one of those things where we started tackling a problem that we really didn't know how to define yet. And so now that we're in a more of a technology driven age, we can go back and and define explicitly what it is and even a better solution to that um, just by going back and re-looking at the scope. Yeah,
0: Yep. yeah. And, like, even on a personal level, it's kind of funny when I think about it. Y'all don't know this, but we know this. Tiffany, first time I met you, I was, like, what, eight, nine? Like, we met at elementary school. Elementary
2: school, yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And we met through, like, a gifted program. Like, they just, like, rounded all the kids up in our school district and was, like, y'all smart. Y'all should meet each other and do, like, puzzles and shit. Right.
2: (laughs) To this day, I don't know. What the point (laughs) was this shit? But I have to do schoolwork and play man collar all day. Like I that's real.
0: <laughs> that's real. We can whoop a nigga ass in man collar right? all day. <laughs> to
2: this day, like we don't I am a man collar <laughs> you know, all People be talking I mess this game feelings hurt. Yeah. They don't, don't want try. that smoke. No, nah, <laughs> you don't even want that, no. Nah. You don't want that smoke, bro. Nope. You don't
0: want that smoke. And did you go to wait, where's you at did you go to Saint Sebastian too?
2: No, I actually went to Coke and Highland.
0: No, nah, I mean when we went to uh when we were in in uh, oh preschool, yes. Not preschool, yes. when we had to go to them other schools. You remember how we used to have it at uh oh yeah, and we went to Saint Sebastian and you had yes. the damn two teachers. Yeah, and I was in Miss Smith class Ms. and I was Smith, mad. Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> I couldn't remember the other lady, she was always seen to be nicer. I <laughs> wanna call
0: her Miss Jenkins, but I ain't Ms. sure. Jenkins, if that's
2: there what a- but I was in this mid classes, so. bro.
0: We be mad as hell. Like you listening and them playing bopping on the other side of the wall, and she got us reading books and shit. It's like, bro.
2: Yeah, Dr. Kimmel didn't play.
0: (laughs) She did not play. I had gotten in trouble with her one time. I never let this shit go. She took one of my CDs and it was one of my mix CDs that my brother gave me. Oh, Uh, man. One of the girls, I don't want to say her name. Well, fuck it. Marvelous was fucking singing and cussing on the back of the bus. And like the uh, bus driver was like, who's cutting? And then fucking pulled the bus over. They like, whose CD is it? It's my dumb ass. They take my CD and shit. And then uh, at the end of the day, after class, I go to Miss Smith because I already don't like us anyway, and we ain't like sixth grade at this point. So I think I'm grown. So um, at the end of the day, I'm like, um, "Can I get my CD back?" And she's right. like, "You can get your CD back when your mom gets it." It's like, "Don't worry about it. My brother can just make me another copy on the computer." Trying to go home,
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what? You can have it. Consider <laughs> <I'm serious. laughs> it a in. Okay.
0: You wanna listen to stilettos that bad? You can have it, girl. Don't worry about that
2: stilettos. <laughs> Punk in the, in club, the
0: yeah. club. Yeah. But um <laughs> my point to saying that was like if we go all the way back there, right? So like my identity <laughs> growing up was being the smart kid. Like that was my identity in my mind. It's just like, shit, I'm smart. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm smart. I'm one of the smartest motherfuckers walking. So then you know our paths go different ways in like middle school, high school, whatever cuz you start going to a whole different school district, right? Yeah. And uh again we end up going to the same college. College. Yep. Yep. And then we and then we meet again. So we cool, right? We cool. Um girl I was failing them classes. I was struggling. I was struggling. I was having the hardest fucking time, right? And, like, I started losing my identity, right? Because <laughs> at that point, it's just like, nigga, are you smart? What are you? Because um, this don't look like smart to me. And, like, I wasn't used to asking questions or whatever. So that shit was fucking with my pride. <laughs> like, yeah. That shit was fucking with my pride. It was fucking with my egos, fucking with my identity. So when I left Rolla, it was really, like, me, like, Not even known, like I was lost. You know what I'm saying? And then I had started smoking. You already know I was, I was always hot. Right. By the second, by the second year, I, I hadn't even smoked weed before I got to college. But my sophomore year,
2: boy, like a chimney.
0: okay it's just the facts okay it's just Mm -hmm. the facts so then like you know like I had my little identity crisis for a while and it wasn't until like about like you know a a year or two ago when I started going to therapy and stuff and it's just like I really that's when I had to like break all of that down and unlearn that and like really build myself back up to be like oh, girl, you struggled just because that wasn't for you. It didn't mean that you was smart, wasn't smart, didn't mean that you wasn't talented. That just that wasn't for you like you have a lane and that wasn't that like yeah that wasn't that and that's okay and like it would be why y'all ain't heard from me like my ass was just like nope, i can't fuck with them they too smart for me i just like i can't like i didn't but like you know what i'm saying but once you like break out of that shell and you unlearn all of that and you work through that like we'd be fine like for real like we'd be fine it all works itself out in the end like um yeah, it's just relearning, relearning those things. It's definitely not something to be afraid of. Like it's not something to be scared for. It's never too late to unlearn shit. It's never too late to start questioning things a little bit more because it might be way more worth it than you think at the end of the day.
2: Exactly. And to be honest, you know, I I went through that myself. Not really for undergrad. I actually undergrad was kinda like my little bread and butter. I was gonna say you was busting uh, heads. <laughs> yeah. I'm undergrad, but then again, um I also pretty much I I had a mom was really adamant about pretty much me doing what needed to be done. So I was already kind of taking college courses in high school so i knew college courses were hard mm-hmm. so when they, when it when when a lot of people struggle and to even your fault i talk about this a lot we i feel like we as as the underserved and underprivileged and that's uh, that's the best way i can say it Oof.
0: Um, Okay, we get into we it.
2: don't we don't always get the college prep that we need like okay. I said, I was blessed and I had if it wasn't for my mom already kind of letting me know like you this college going to be hard like yeah you think you smart now like my mama was breaking my ego down by <laughs> doing your <season>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hey, you know, you college can not break your ego more than black woman. That's all I'm about to say. Now nah, That's though? real. <laughs> but, That's real though. That's real. Um, outside of that, though, not everybody has that. And I feel like not everybody learns to what it means to only be the in their class and in their school and then be pulled with other smart people. and it's like, dang, you questioning like where where are you at? right? And it's only because they put they put the label on you in the first place, right. instead of even. And I think schools are now going away from this, but instead of even separating you and, and cause still they, all they did was separate you and, and put you in a different class. Right. That class still didn't tell you anything about what Marissa was really good at. Like, yeah, they, they gave us the personality test. I don't know if you remember that. And that's on why. On. <laughs> well, I, I was even considering any type of school in engineering or not because, when I took the personality test, that's what they pretty much said. I, mm. Because I like to problem solve, because I like numbers, I would do well in the STEM field. So, but I didn't do all, I didn't learn all of that till I was closer towards high school. But again, everybody isn't awarded that. Like, everybody doesn't get the college prep readiness. And when I say that, I mean the hey, Here's why you need to buckle down. Here's what it means to study. Here's what it means to ask for help. And it's okay to ask for help. You know what I mean? Everybody doesn't get that. And a lot of people say, well, the pressure comes from the experience. But to be honest, the opportunity. So Mm. it has to be presented. The experience is going to be different no matter what type of student you are because what you're learning and how you learn. Is variable for every student, right? But we can, as a society, create more opportunity for us to be already aware, mm, yeah. So then, when we're, when we're faced with that pressure, you know, we'll have something in our toolbox to help us get through. And I say that because, yeah, I was, I was, I, yeah, I made it through undergrad, I was cool, but baby, grad school, <laughs> grad school, want to say something, PhDs are arrogant. <laughs> it's like it's like a bunch of Nobel Peace Prize people fighting over who got the best Nobel Peace Prize Damn. like, like <laughs> it's like it's as if you put all the presidents of the United States in a room and they debate <laughs> on who, who was the best president okay right? that's man. a debate honey that's yeah. how PhDs act it's putting yourself in a room of the top and it's always about who can top who right who's more knowledgeable who has more skill who knows how to think differently bring more creative freedom to something and
0: you gotta really know who, who you are in a situation like that because yes. i can't imagine
2: yes talk about pride yeah i, I
0: had the readiness because you can't yes. for you can't compare yourself that's not even a place where you want to like Woo-wee. you know what i'm saying not saying not saying that it's a bad thing, right? Because it, it's just like, one, people ain't even meant to be compared anyway. Everybody got their yep. certain shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, if you was put on this earth to win that Nobel Peace Prize, then you was put on there for that one, and I was put on here for this one, and she was put on there for that one. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not even... No room to compare like what you do is different than what I do which is different than the next person and the next person but right. to get in a room where that's what that's what it is oh hell no nah. you gotta be secure as fucking yourself what the hell is that like <laughs>
2: yes I ain't gonna lie it
0: yeah yeah and it's it, it's so real what you saying about the gap I remember I was even having a conversation with my therapist about it when I was getting over that hurdle personally and she's just like you know in the environments that we kind of come from being smart in a way can sort of be a disadvantage to to a certain point in your life because like when you when you think about it it's just like you you're used these things are easy things come easy so you're not used to being challenged and pushed out your comfort zone forced to ask questions and things like that so then when you come into a a scenario where things are a little more difficult and you have to struggle a little bit more now you don't really know what to do now it's different now you on a whole another level and you gotta like you know overcompensate or you kind of get faced with the like oh shit the identity crisis of like okay what it is like what is it that I'm gonna do yep so like how do you think that we fill the gaps in something like that it's something that I think about a lot where it's just like I feel like to a certain extent like kids are kind of like at a disadvantage when they put in situations like that because like even us like you, you already said it early in the podcast it's just like They isolate. It's like, okay, y'all are the smart ones. So we're going to put all of y'all together, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. Or if you don't get pulled out, it's like you the smart kid in class and you just sitting there with nothing to do because the disparities inside one classroom are so major it's just like the teachers be like oh y'all good y'all, y'all got this like y'all got it i gotta go focus on these ones with like c's and d's and like you know f's like i gotta put my energy and attention over here and then you got somebody starting to fight in the back and whatever and we just sitting here like so what chapter are we supposed to read like why we reading out loud like like right how do you feel about stuff like that?
2: Um, I feel like, honestly, a lot of that, it, it takes the work. Um, whether that's with, um, programs with the school programs, professional development programs, um, maybe parents being a little bit more adamant. Um, it takes, it takes the work and it's not going to happen overnight. Um, but yeah, I feel like there has to be infrastructure for that. Mm-hmm. The reason why it's not something that's explored too much is there's not a lot of infrastructure, isn't really. Um, a lot of things that create infrastructure or the foundations of a project always come from some type of research, some type of somebody having an idea about something working out. Right something that's funded, whatever the case may be, but either way it goes, um it has to be something that proves to be value driven in order for it to be one accepted on on the back end by um students, teachers, parents alike, and then two maintained yeah, so um, I truly feel like we just gotta build the infrastructure for it more professional development programs or. More robust college readiness programs. Yeah. Uh, either one. I feel like it's the difference between the education always, no matter what school you're going to go to. And that's not going to change until we probably change a lot of our tax reform education system. So, but until, um, we that, um, until we do that, until we do that, yeah, as a community, we can invest outside and in, into ourselves
1: yeah, that's by, creating,
2: true. by creating more professional development programs um, and college readiness or college prep. That's what yeah. I think, yeah.
0: Yeah, because like even when we were in, because we were in college prep things when we were in, you know, like high school, middle school, stuff like that um like they had them available but even to a certain extent it was only like a small glimpse into how hard it would be did you have to go to that three-week program before we started college
2: no i never i didn't do that oh girl yeah oh
0: girl oh girl it's called hit the ground running but in reality it should be called hit the wall because (laughs) (laughs) but it was actually it was a great program you know because it was designed for us. Like, we had to do it because we were in the diversity program. We had the diversity scholarship. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like they already knew. It's just like, where y'all coming from, it's a it's a pro- high probability that y'all are coming from a disadvantage. So we want to introduce you to what it's going to be like before you come up in here thinking that your old ways of operating right. <laughs> are going to work. Cause they not, <laughs> like, cause they not. Nine times out of ten. And I remember, like, most of us in that, like, second week of just having, like, Ds and we ain't had Ds in our life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Yeah. Yo, like, you know what I'm saying? Math class done been repro- them been pushed back and shit. Like, hold on, wait, cuz. Hold on, wait.
2: Like, <laughs> Ain't starting where you thought you was going to start at all. <laughs> now you contemplating how long you really going to be in college? <laughs> right, I went from a four-year
0: plan to a five-year plan real quick. Like, yep. real quick. And it's just like, but but they was really onto something because it was just like, you know, you think that college is going to be one thing. You know what I'm saying? When you come out of high school, at least right. from where I came from or the types of schools that I came from, like, I ain't have to work that hard. And I took college prep classes, too. And my, You know what I'm saying? Like, the only, the only college prep teacher that gave me a hard time was English. And I think she was a hater. But, like, you know what I'm saying? But otherwise, it was just like, oh, fill out this packet. Like, fill out this packet or, you know what I'm saying? Y'all don't get this calculus anyway, so, like, let's just let's just call it even and y'all going to have to start over when y'all go to college anyway. Like, you know what I'm saying?
2: Like, right.
0: it, it It's like that and it's just like, you know, once you actually go to college and it's just like, oh, oh, like, I don't even know how to study. Like, I don't know how to study. I don't know what time management is. I used to be able to do my homework in an hour. Yep. Like... And you want me to be able to read this chapter fully, interpret it by tomorrow, and then be able to ask you questions about it? Like you not telling me what this is? Exactly. Like oh, I'm already supposed to know what's going on before I get here, huh? Like what? I don't understand these concepts. Like I don't get it. Somebody, what?
2: Help me. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's why I said at least with the programs that we already already have in place, we could make them more robust. Like. Maybe get more motivated people in places, um, tailoring the programs, partnering with industry or having sponsorships. Like, hey, you know, if you're in this program, you can take a tour with, like, Anheuser-Busch and see how their facilitations work. You know, like, excuse me, their facilities work. So it's like, you know, just more robustness in the programs.
0: Yeah, more effort, yeah.
2: But, more 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 of the college college prep and readiness
0: <laughs> definitely definitely <laughs> definitely because it makes a difference at the end of the day like these things matter like you know what I'm saying it's not good to have that identity crisis and I think and like some people fall off that don't necessarily have to you know what I'm saying it's just like you know Yeah, we can struggle through it, but it's just, like, being able to know because, like, sometimes, like, the resources are even there. You just don't know that they there either. Because we're not even used to having, like, resources to utilize. At least I wasn't. It's just, like, all the resources was there, but I don't even know where to begin to look for them, ask for them, or how to use them.
2: Right.